What's happening, everybody? You're listening to The Soundtrack, a podcast discussing film, television, and video game music with the fans, geeks, and super freaks. Hey guys, how's it going? It's your host, Zach Demas, coming at you with episode number 11 and more new background music to get us in the mood for this episode. Uh, I sincerely hope you've been enjoying the series thus far. Jonathan Zimney is back to discuss anime theme songs with me. Um, So going the cartoon route again, but uh, very specific cartoon, so it'll be interesting. We're going to be hearing a lot of Japanese, uh, so it'll be interesting to hear how Japanese and English uh, theme songs for those shows, um, how they compare. Uh, so that's going to be fun. We'll do kind of a similar thing we did before where we kind of listen to them in real time and talk about them. Um, I'll be the first to tell you I'm not the biggest anime fan, but I'm really, uh, I am interested in it and I'm interested in their uh, theme songs. John is a big anime fan. Um, he knows a lot about a lot of stuff. So <laughs> uh, it's nice to have him on whenever he's around. So I uh, hope you're looking forward to that. Uh, but before we get to John, I want to just do another quick YouTube spotlight uh, really quick. Another YouTube artist uh, spotlight. I haven't done that in a while, so I thought I would do that. And his music, his style, both musically and aesthetically, kind of, you know, fit anime a little bit. Um, not exactly, but but uh, pretty close. So I figured he kind of, it would kind of make sense to work him into this episode. And so, yeah, I'm going to do a quick YouTube artist spotlight uh, before we get started. But before that even... Uh, just one quick announcement. I just wanted to say that uh, I talk a little bit more about this thing that's coming up uh, in June. I'm teaching, I'm partnering up with the Colorado Conservatory for the Jazz Arts uh, to bring high school kids a class. Uh, every summer, CCJA does a class uh, or does a summer institute um, in addition to other great programs that they do uh, year round. Um, but in the summer, they do these uh, one-week intensive uh, classes that really the, – they're special classes designed uh, for a special area of jazz uh, to study. It's a really great program. Everything's kind of um, – it's really cool. They've got like a jazz composition class and uh, like a Latin jazz ensemble that they do. They do some really cool things. And I'm really honored to to help them out this year and expand their summer institute program and to include a class. I'm going to be teaching a class on the music industry uh, just as a whole. I'm going to be giving kind of a general uh, background of the business, what it's currently like to be, you know, you know, actively working in the music industry and what sort of problems uh, students will face uh, once they, you know, these kids aren't even in college yet. And so uh, I think it's great that they at least have some music industry background before they even get there, so they know what they're studying, why they're studying it, um, and hopefully they'll grow up to be great musicians and make a, a huge impact on the industry, no matter what you're doing, whether it's performance, uh, writing, teaching, music law. There's just so many different things that you can do with music. It's so great. Um, so I just want to give kids the opportunity to uh, really think about uh, different options as far as because I, when I was growing up, I knew I wanted music to be a part of my life, but I didn't really know how I wanted to go about it. So hopefully with this class, I can give some students a chance to really get ahead of the game here and and uh, and help help them understand at least the basics of the industry and how it works, because you want to make money doing what you're doing, right? If you love doing it, if you're not making money from doing what you love, it's just a hobby. So uh, I want to give kids a good chance to do what they really want to do and uh, sustain it, make it be a sustainable thing for them. Uh, so, yeah, so that's going to be coming up June 12th through the 16th. Uh, registration for that ends June 5th, I believe. So if you're in the Denver area and you're interested in, and you know and you or someone you know is interested in pursuing a career in music, uh, hopefully you'll sign up for this class. Space is limited. Um, so I just throwing that out there. Uh, in the episode description for this episode, I'm going to go ahead and put a link in there because uh, by the time you get this, uh, by the time this episode's released, uh, registration will still be open. So you have a little bit of time uh, to sign up if you haven't, but I'll, be, I'll still be posting about it. Uh, I will have posted about it a lot on my Facebook page uh, by this point. 
Um, so yeah, which, which leads me to my next point. Uh, follow me on Facebook. Um, check out my website, mutecitymusic.com. Uh, my podcast is now on cast crunch. It's a cool site where you can, uh, where we can chat pretty much directly, uh, about these episodes and what you like, don't like what you want to hear next time. Yeah. This podcast is all sorts of places. Thanks to those of you who have subscribed and go ahead and leave a rating and review. If you're really enjoying the show on iTunes or wherever, um, you listen to these podcasts, get the word out there. Um, I really appreciate it. And so, yeah, that's really the only announcement I had. So uh, let's get into it here. First with my YouTube artist spotlight. So this YouTuber I'm going to talk about briefly uh, doesn't really have to do with anime because it's different content, but I think musically they're kind of similar. So uh, so this particular individual is a great guitarist, um, both electric and acoustic, but his claim to fame is uh, metal covers of different video game tunes. He goes by the name uh, Family Jewels on his YouTube channel. I think his real name is Julian. Uh, I can't remember. Um, but he's a great musician, great guitarist, and he does these these awesome covers of, of different video game songs. And uh, whether or not they really make sense, like whether they lend them, themselves to the, to the genre or not, um, he does great metal versions of, of really anything. So... And he's done a lot of top 10 lists, kind of like I want to do. Um, he's kind of been one of my inspirations for, for, starting, this, uh, for starting this podcast. Um, he's done top 10, like, level 1 themes. He's gotten really specific with video games. Um, level 1 themes, uh, boss themes, uh, intro themes, ending credit themes, all sorts of stuff. Like, he's done all that stuff. And then just some gen- general covers. And then he, he does he's done some really cool stuff like... Uh, like 50 video game theme songs in two minutes or something like that. Just really crazy stuff. Um, he did a heavy metal tribute to the entire history of video games. So like like every video game since like the the 70s, early 80s. You know, if I have to explain it to you, he, you probably already know who he is uh, thinking about it because um, he's way more well-known than I am probably. So, But yeah, Family Jewels, if you don't know about him, check him out. Great stuff. I feel like he could make one of these anime themes um, if you really listen to his music, because um, a lot of anime themes are are like pop and rock stuff. Uh, so he would, I think, would do great at uh, covering anime themes if he's done that. I'm not sure if he has actually. I think he, as far as I know, he exclusively does video games. But I don't know. Check it out. Um, Family Jewels. He used it used to be Family Jewels Seven X, but I think he dropped the Seven X. So it's just Family Jewels. Um, I think he lives out in California now. So if you're out and if you're listening to this and you're out in that area, you might be able to catch him live. I think he does live shows. Um, he's really cool. seems like a cool guy. So, uh, yeah, family jewels. Um, if you're really into video games and you like video game covers, he's one of the best at covering video games. He really is one of those guys that puts attention to detail into everything. He really captures the, the, uh, the essence of each tune and, the arrangements are good. Like he'll try to incorporate as much of the elements of the original recording as he can. And then maybe he'll sometimes change one or two things here and there, um, to really make it his own. So he's really good. Like that's the sign of a good cover artist is really, is still being able to make something your own while also getting as much detail in there as possible. So check that out. A uh, great YouTube channel. If you don't know about it yet, um, just trying to give you more stuff to check out on YouTube, music related. So that's my YouTuber spotlight for this episode. All right, it's anime time. And my guest for this episode, uh, leading the way with his, I think, fourth or fifth appearance now, uh, John Zimney's back. Hey. You getting tired of me yet? Nope. <laughs> I'm not. All right. These people probably are, but. <laughs> Thanks no, for I having me not. again. Yeah, you bet. Um, so I think, the well, the reason why I have you on all these episodes is just because there's just so many things that we like and so many things that we can yes. talk about. So, um, yes. And I, I especially love anime. So I'm going to plug something right now. Oh, yeah, go for we, it. We are not sponsored by them, but Crunchyroll, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> uh, I have this subscription to Crunchyroll, which is a, like an anime streaming service, like anime Netflix. So uh, it's only like seven bucks a month. So I recommend that if you're into anime. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So, yeah, so we've got just a collection of our favorite themes here. Uh, 
intro themes. I think there some some shows have different uh, ending credits music. We're kind of focusing on just theme songs for this one. And we're kind of going in a little bit of an order. We're going to kind of see the evolution of anime themes. We're going to start with some early ones, uh, uh, some shows that we watched as kids. And then we're going to kind of transition into some some newer shows and see kind of how they compare, what do they sound like. Um, We kind of hear some similarities and some differences as we go throughout. But uh, uh, are you excited? I'm really excited about this. I think there's... Not, not not much of an intro needed for this one. I think we're just going to talk about... And there's going to be some English, some Japanese. Um, so it's really cool. I like how a lot of these shows try to... Um, like, they'll use the same songs from the Japanese, obviously, over to the English, having to translate it into English. So it's pretty impressive, the one... Sometimes they'll maybe do a different song. So And there's a lot of different theme songs, as we found out. So, yeah, so it's going to be really cool. There's going to be... Uh, a lot of some different languages in here and it's going to be yeah. fun to to listen to a variety of stuff here. All right. Um so the fir- before we get started on the list, we're going to mention a few of these yes that have been previously talked about in other episodes that we're not going to talk about right now. Uh cuz otherwise like my number 1 would probably tank from right. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, we've I've talked about a couple of these shows before on uh previous episodes, so um if you remember my uh Episode three, I think it was. I did cartoon th- my ten favorite, ten of my favorite cartoon theme songs. So go and check that out. Go and listen to that one if you haven't. Because um, then, if you're complaining like, "Where's Dragon Ball Z?" Yeah, uh, that's, that's in where there. it is. Don't worry. Along, and along with Pokemon and yeah, and Pokemon's tanks. in there. And the, another thing about Pokemon, I will be doing another episode, probably just Pokemon. I think that last Pokemon episode I did, which was episode two, go to listen to that one if you haven't. Um, episode two was a little bit of check, checking out the, the video game music and its translation into the, the anime. Uh, so I probably am, de- I'm going to definitely be doing an, a Pokemon episode about like the Pokemon theme songs and talking about those. Cause there's, there's a running theme there with, you know, being a hero or a champion or a, a winner, <laughs> just an all around <laughs> loser, not a loser. Yeah, so it's going to be cool. That's going to be coming down uh, down the tracks here. But uh, today is just kind of a general anime, some of our favorite anime shows that probably wouldn't get a chance to be talked about um, in most other situations. So, all right. Starting off, I think, so obviously I anime to me wasn't... Um, a huge deal when I was a kid, except for, but there were just, a, there were a couple shows that, you know, a very interesting thing how, like, when you're a kid, you don't really realize, you know, the differences in animation, you know, and you, you mm-hmm. don't really understand different, you, you start to learn about different culture without really thinking about it. Um, and so with these early anime songs, it's just kind of funny how I didn't think that there were, like, adult versions of anime. So, mm, yeah. so ki- these kid, these kid shows were, what I had to hold on to for a long time before I really discovered that, oh, like, there's a whole world of anime. This isn't just, like, oh, like a unique type of show. Like, this is a this is a much bigger cultural thing. So my entrance into anime, my, my introduction into anime was, you know, grew up with it, but just didn't really realize I was growing up with it. So um, here's... So the first song we're going to talk about, one of the oldest shows that we have on our list here, and... Uh, uh, still one of my favorites. Still, I think at least the first season of this show holds up um, to me to this day. So we're going to talk about Digimon. That's going to be our first song on this list here. And we're going to go ahead and listen to it and kind of chat while it's going on and just kind of share our thoughts. So here we go. Just kind of like we did with our 90s sitcom themes. Uh, that was pretty fun. So, okay. So here's Digimon. We're going we're gonna to listen to it and give our thoughts. Stuck in my head all the yeah, time as a kid. Super repetitive. World. 
I want to try to say w- at least one thing about each theme song on this list, other than the fact, because they're obviously all awesome, they're all super cool, but I think the thing about a great theme song is not just the music itself, but how it's used within the show, and this yeah. definitely, a theme song should do a couple of things, it should hype you up for the, for the show, and then, kind of like, we talked yeah. about it a little Set bit before, but... Um, sets the tone, but also this particular theme song is used quite frequently within the show. I think a lot of the younger, like the kids' anime shows, mm-hmm. kind of do that. Yeah, they'll use the they'll use the theme music a lot within the show. Um, whatever, however, it pertains to the main character or characters. By the way, this is this song is called Digimon Are the Champions, and I could not find an artist. I I don't know if I just. Hard find it, or if it doesn't exist, or some studio band that did it. Or... Yeah, I think we're just gonna assume that uh, there, uh, it's a studio band. If there's no, but there's, yeah. I, it's it, it feels like, find something... like a, the writer of the song or something. No, no, it feels like something that it. was like, oh, we need a theme song for this American version of Digimon, right. and some intern or whatever right. at the studio's like, all right, I'll go write it. Yeah, and then wrote this one little riff. And... Yeah. <laughs> Three-minute song. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Go figure. This is like the third, the third longest song on the list, and it's like, it's like four, five words. Yeah. <laughs> There's like one small little section right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it's just kind of talking. Pretty much just setting up the show. Yeah. I like how it does sound very. You mentioned this earlier. It sounds very like binary and. Robotic, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. like Digimon are. Yeah, basically digital. They're all code. Definitely digital. Yeah. So when it goes like di- di- Digimon, like that's kind of how I thought of it was. Yeah. Um, little bits, little bits of information. Yeah. Simple song for a simple time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great one. Um. I like how right at the very end there, it's cool. Like the the uh, like kind of the hi hat or that the that simulated kind of Topper. electronic yeah. hi hat. Yeah, it kind of goes away right before the very end of the song. It kind of it goes back to the original beat, and you kind mm-hmm. of lose that because it's it's really weird. It's just one of those. It's a little detail, but um, like you're listening the whole time. You're listening to this kind of a thing over the top of it, and then it goes away, and then all of a sudden you just have like like at the very end then the song ends yeah so it just kind of it kind of drops out and you kind of it kind of tells you that the song is final it's kind of really subtle hint that like this is it because it's super repetitive so yeah it really could go forever if it wanted to but it's just one it's so great because um it really pumps you up for the show and then like the way it's used within the show when the 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 digimon are uh doing their digivolving um, like they just play the song, so this song gets played so much in the show. But it's I I never really you don't really get tired of it. It's just one of those things that sticks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just when you get a, a simple idea, it doesn't really need a whole lot. Like it's got a bridge basically, but yeah, that's it its only departure from the original thing. So um, really cool, one of the best shows in a way. I've almost I sort of like Pokemon or Digimon more than Pokemon because. They return to form, so it's yeah. like you don't always like once Pokemon evolve, they evolve. They're there, yeah. So, but Digimon, you get you get you get these characters that you know go away and come back, and like different forms of the character, mm-hmm. so different um, aspects of their personalities sort of change. And they can actually and, talk. <laughs> yeah, and they can talk. <laughs> That's a good point. <clears throat> should start. Should start with that. When I, I should have led with that one. Should yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of, Pika, know. Pika! Right. He's, Pikachu's got the most like personality of right. any Pokemon, and it's still like, well, he's <clears throat> pretty impressive what those voice actors are able to do yeah, with, yeah. with it. But um, yeah, so Digimon is a great way, I think, to start off. Now, there's another kids show that I don't feel like gets a lot of love. They're kind of all in the same pool, but Pokemon kind of seems to lead the pack when it comes to these. Uh, these types of anime shows. These card game based anime shows. Yeah, right. So <laughs> so next on the list is the Yu-Gi-Oh theme. And what's cool about this, I want to say before we listen to this, there's a couple of different version that versions that they've used mm-hmm. between the first and the second season. 
So what we're going to hear is kind of the original version as you hear in the first season. And then when it goes in, and then it'll immediately where the first season theme where which should end normally it goes kind of right into at the end of the song's form it goes right into the next intro so there's kind of two distinct themes that you hear one's more hopeful and one's more kind of um dark and that's what the show is though really it's like there's a lot of hope but there's a lot of darkness there's a lot of like oh geez what is this Mm -hmm. you know a lot of a lot of ancient messes created you know and kind of mixed and it's kind of it's a perfect um well i'll say it for the end but it's basically there's a there's a a nice marriage of this is kind of the birth of the fusion like this orchestral rock hybrid and this is kind of one of the first things we hear it in and we'll hear it some more later so there's a lot of stuff i i'm sorry i keep talking but there's just a lot of good stuff about this theme song that people don't really realize and so here's the Yu-Gi-Oh theme kind of a mix of the first two seasons and then from there they kind of uh i think they just kind of reuse those two there's just a lot of great stuff in it so here we go let's take a let's uh let's listen to it like something James Bond would be involved in. Yeah. You know, like a... It's kind of like long, like... Ancient Egyptian mystery yeah. type of thing. Was there a movie? Was there a James Bond movie? They go to they Egypt. They go to Egypt. It's a yeah. Roger Moore one. Yeah, yeah. Right. We still need to do a James Bond episode. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, I kind of... It's cool that the whole show is kind of based on all these, like, ancient Egypt like prophecies and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and and then but they're using all this like really high-tech stuff to play these card games so i like how the the music is kind of a mashup between this old like egyptian theme with the flute and the horns but all this electronic music right so kind of melts those two things together it's just so brooding This theme song in particular is well synced with the action that's going on within the title sequence. Most of them do that. Yeah. You know, I don't think you have to do that necessarily, but it's a good no, thing. It does, yeah. It really, it re- yeah, it really solidifies the whole thing. I haven't seen that intro to this in a while. back i love that guitar sound too i think that's bass or bass yeah Yeah, it's just really super distorted yeah bass guitar (laughs) yeah (laughs) electric bass guitar (laughs) fretted electric bass guitar duh into the mist. <laughs> For like <Mysterious. laughs> Yeah, so really great. I love it. Yeah, it's good. I like that one. There's just so it's there's uh there's so many levels to that theme song. There's um like a couple of different themes, couple like uh conflicting styles or not really conflicting styles, but just complementary complementary contrasting. Contrasting. Styles, yeah. Thank you. Um yeah, so 
uh, really cool stuff there. That one was written by Wayne Sharp. Cool. Thanks Yu-Gi-Oh for Yu-Gi-Oh theme. Wayne Sharp. Thank Thanks, you for Wayne. looking all John looked all yeah. these up. He he did my homework and for me. It was a little depressing because it was really hard to find the authors, like the artists for all these. Right. Like I, I'd look up the theme and then people would have all these YouTube videos with the title of the thing, but they don't give credit to the artist. So yeah. that, it was really bugging me because I just want to know like what person wrote this. Yeah, who, who wrote who do this? I, who can I thank? Yeah. And I just I had to go yeah. diving through Wikipedia. It was a mess. Sometimes anyway. you still don't find it. Yeah. It's like buried like in there. Whatever. Next. Oh, well. Okay. So one last um, one last kid show before we kind of move yeah. into the newer stuff here. And this is probably the <clears throat> oldest one on the list. I think this started in like the early 80s, mm-hmm. like 89 or something like that. And let me tell you, uh, I was just telling John that uh, I'll, plug another, I'll, I'll plug another artist here. I did a, a YouTube feature a little earlier, but I'll plug one more. The Nostalgia Critic, if you don't know, it's a great um, channel. Awesome, I think, is the channel on YouTube. Um, but the Nostalgia Critic is one of their series of videos, and he talks about Sailor Moon. And normally, the Nostalgia Critic, like usually, he um, uh, is very hard on things that don't hold up well, you know, because Nostalgia Critic—that's yeah. his name. Uh, so sometimes, like, he'll say good things about. Uh, he doesn't just talk about horrible things; he'll talk about good things too, uh, good shows. And movies and stuff like that. But the, so he did uh, a video on Sailor Moon, and let me tell you, like I haven't seen much of Sailor Moon, but watching that really makes me want to see it because he wasn't exactly positive about it. He didn't say it was horrible, but he it definitely the show. Let me tell you, the show definitely doesn't hold up well <laughs> from watching that review. But I still want to see it in spite of that. So that's Sailor Moon is just fun, and mostly I think it's mostly because of the music. So we're going to play a couple of different things here. We're going to play the the theme and then if you don't know the show, the Sailor Moon like there's it's a group of girls that get superpowers from how do they get superpowers? I don't even I have no idea. I never watched somebody, this. Somebody yeah, somebody's going to have to, you know, write in and inform <laughs> us on fill in our gaps in knowledge. Uh, yeah. Um, so basically there's, they're all named after the planets. There's like, uh, well, except for Sailor Moon and then there's Sailor Venus, Mars, and Mercury, right? Jupiter. And Jupiter. So, and they all each have their, when they transform from like ordinary girls into their, you know, superhero costumes. Their cute outfits. Their cute outfits. <laughs> which, by the way, these girls are like 13. That was another one of the things that Nostalgia was like, this girl's 13 or 12 years old or something <laughs> like that. And they're dressed in these little skimpy outfits. But they each have their different theme for transformation. So I'm going to play that, too, because it's just, it's it's good music, but it's more, like, hilariously good. Like, it's not just, like, good music like Digimon is, but it's really funny. So we'll, we'll, we'll play a little bit of both. So here's the original theme, and they all kind of, they kind of sound similar. Uh, so we're going to play, so here's the original theme first for Sailor Moon, and then we'll... Uh, we'll go right into their unique transformation themes that aren't exactly unique, <laughs> and you'll see why. The, uh, the This theme is by Brienne and Nicole Price, those famous people, the, Brienne and Nicole Price. Right. <laughs> Sci-fi noises. Mm-hmm. Same with Digimon. Digimon has a very like '90s, yeah, '90s feel, or late '90s, I think. It's a little bit after Pokemon. Pokemon started in like '96, '97.
nice. James Bond core at the end. All right, here are the transformations. Like dream pop. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> you said earlier it sounded like cruise ship music. Yeah, like, oh, this is that. eventually, it's. I might have to go back to playing on cruise ships if we play stuff like this because they're like this generation of people that grew up with this stuff. Yeah. When they get, when we get when old. they're old and start doing cruises, <laughs> these will be the shows. <laughs> this is the music we'll be playing. Production shows. It's great. It already sounds like stuff that we play now. It's yeah, just like it really it'll. Does. But if we were playing this specifically, I would go back to do. And here she is, <laughs> Miss Universe. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like the. I just feel like it. Yeah. Oh man, it's just like out so outside funny. the Bellagio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the water. Water fountains, just <laughs> like a really bad <laughs> off-Broadway play, like yeah. their playoff. There's like four people in it the audience. It does. Like right. Couple claps. <laughs> the whole oh, thing's man. to a track. Yeah. With one trumpet player in the pit. <laughs> so basically, cruise ships. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like disco, kind of like. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is definitely like cruise ship stuff. Oh, this is gonna be different. Oh, huh? <laughs> That's the same thing. The <laughs> dude. <laughs> this is so it's see it's so cheesy, but it's so much fun. Oh man. It makes me happy. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's definitely beauty pageant music. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh man. Keeps going. <laughs> it's a long send off. <laughs> it's a long playoff. Oh man. I haven't seen oh, the well. show, but I'm assuming they anticipated they more to, applause. If they if they if they all have to transform, they just play all of this right back to back, each one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's another one of it's another one of those shows where the music plays a huge part of what's going on. Like mm -hmm. they have like Yu-Gi-Oh! the the music plays whenever he's transforming into his you know older deeper older voice ancient self yep and uh digimon when the digimon are doing their evolutions and so yeah so same thing sailor moon like you've got to have like a theme like an act like to get you through the action like to keep the to keep the story going uh kind of keeps things moving so it's really good even though it's really cheesy in this case um it does what it's supposed to do like it's it's effective, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, but that's that's the cool thing about some of these kids shows is that they had their, um, and like with Jimmy Neutron, it's kind of unrelated, but it wasn't really a music thing. But you know, he had his brain blast little deals. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. Like you have to have a a scene that kind of re replays. You know, that that kind of is the anchor. It kind of serves as the anchor of the show. Um, yeah. Okay. We've only had, I think. Up to this point, we've only had one instrumental theme song. This is another all instrumental theme song because Yu-Gi-Oh was well. Yu-Gi-Oh was like Yu-Gi-Oh had, it had a couple of, words. Some vocal. I would call it instrumental. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is our second instrumental, um, and this is from another kind of newer anime. Well, from this point, they're all going to be kind of newer animes. Uh, this is from Trigun. This is the theme song to Trigun, and uh, this is a cool show that. Honestly, I personally don't know much about, but I've heard the music, and it makes me want to watch the show. Yeah, this is like 97. It's pretty old. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. 
I just love the the anime aesthetic. Like I just love everything about it. And this is just another one. Of those. It's just a good. It's a good tune. It's a mm-hmm. good instrumental. Yeah. Kind of gets you into it. Not not much explanation is needed. It's kind of hard to tell sometimes. It's kind of hard to judge. Like, well, do I really need? What does the theme song need to do? Does it need to explain anything? Um, does it? Does it need? How does it? Does it hype you up? Does it? Uh, like, how, what? What does it want you to start feeling before the show starts? Like, how do they set you up? Because because it's kind of hard to like just sit down and when you watch a show, you want to you want to watch a show to like get a, get out of whatever mindset you're currently in. Mm-hmm. You know, so Escape I think somewhere else. So I think this song does just that, and sometimes inter- instrumental is all you really need to accomplish that. So here's tr- here's the theme from Trigun. Um, this is uh, I think this is just called HT or Trigun theme by oh, thank uh, you. Suneo Imahori. All right. Reminds me of uh, Black Dog a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it does have a Led Zeppelin kind of thing. Yeah. Is that like bongos? Yeah. What is that? Kind of goes into a halftime feel. It's kind of like that. So for even being a short a short song, it's still it still has a, like a distinct contrasting section. Yeah, still. So even for as short as short as it was, it's not a nice little contrasting section in the middle. Kind of a time uh, goes into kind of a halftime feel, um, just to kind of mix things up. So good general songwriting techniques, and I really just like the texture of just a a, a guitar and bass playing in unison or mm-hmm. octaves. Yeah, um, and just playing a single line, and then maybe using like playing some chords to kind of. Uh, Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. Just it kind, kind of, of gives me that vibe. Em- of like, emphasize the rhythm a little bit. Yeah, that like punk post-apocalyptic because it's kind of like westerny, but yeah, also post-apocalyptic-y, like Mad Max kind of thing with the crazy yeah. like guitars and the <clears throat> fire burning. Right. Like, if you've seen Fury Road with the the yeah. guy that's just playing guitar. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. So so even instrumentally, you can still capture the. The essence of what the show is, um, aesthetically and in terms of mood. So mm-hmm. there's you have different options as far as what a good theme song is, or you have different qualifications as to what makes a good theme song um, and what makes it right for that show. Not just writing something that's cool, but something that really works for. Man, it's so hard to know. That's the hardest thing about songwriting is just knowing what you want to do, mm-hmm. like. You just have to, that's the thing is like we as artists have to understand so many different styles of music and be able to draw from different things so that we can get like exactly the right thing. And it's interesting because a lot of it, there's nothing really innovative about what was happening there. It was, Mm -hmm. but it was just, it worked for that theme song. So it's really impressive, even for something that was only like a minute long, like a minute and 15 seconds. So, but it's still like, okay, so what do we got next here? Now we're getting into some more kind of um, complex. These are some more mm-hmm. complex. This is now we're getting back into. We've established the uh, orchestral uh, rock metal hybrid kind of stuff. Now we're kind of getting back into that with um, uh, Full Metal Alchemist is our next one on this list here, and specifically Brotherhood. Brotherhood, right? Which is like, if you don't know, if you haven't seen Full Metal Alchemist, they made Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, the series, and they kind of branched off from where the manga 
uh, went, and then they they went back and did another whole series, which starts the same and then goes starts to follow closer closer to the manga, which is Brotherhood. And so it's mm. the first opening from Brotherhood. All right. Very exposed verse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very like kind of it's a little different. Yeah, which is kind of reflects the show a lot. It's very like they talk about a lot of like deep, mo morality and deep stuff, deep yeah. thoughts. But then there's also a lot of like fighting and shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the best kind of show. Yes, it is. And then it kind of like here ramps up. It's like no, we get into some serious stuff, too. right? Fire and metal and yep. I've always just loved the rhythm of Japanese speech. Yeah, and it's really it really lends itself to music well. You don't get hung up on like the pronunciation of things and just the the sounds of words. Like you're really into the the rhythm of the words and how. Um, it's very different from... I, I like listening to stuff in other languages sometimes just to hear the human voice without having to put meaning into it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't like... It's like, like listening to a scat solo, but mm -hmm. there's actual, like, words <clears throat> being said. So it, it sounds more put together than scat almost. Yeah. and Because well, it is. <laughs> it's actual. <laughs> but but, but actual I don't have to have any, like, link to, to... I don't have to be, like... I don't have to be listening to words. It's, yeah. it's kind of cool. You don't have to focus. Yeah, th that's not the focal point. It's right. like there's a different focal point. You're focused on the the overall. You get a more, uh, you get a sense of the overall sound as opposed to just what the lyrics are. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to worry about it. And they usually, when you're watching the show, they'll usually have the translation, right? Yeah, yeah. With, yeah, the, with it anyway. Um, so you can look at it if you want. But. So, yeah. Uh, that's the thing about, ja I used to not really... Uh, like to watch, I, I used to prefer the English dubs just because that's what I was used to with Pokemon and Yu and Digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh and all that stuff. But now I've I've grown to appreciate that more, like just watching mm -hmm. the Japanese because, um, first of all, sometimes the English dub could have horrible voice acting. Horrible. Let's let's go back to Naruto for a second. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> His voice is terrible. In the dub. Just awful. yeah. Some yeah. However, like. I I've I've Look been <laughs> I I watched all of like Dragon Ball Z in the English dub and I love the English dub for Dragon Ball Z and then I started watching Dragon Ball Super and I I like on Crunchyroll they have like 80 episodes right now in Japanese so I started mm -hmm. watching the Japanese with the English subs and the voice actor I'm not sold on those voice actors I do not yeah, the English yeah. dub for uh, DBZ is way better than the, yeah. the Japanese version that's very rare. So yeah, <laughs> I'll say that. So the, there, there's those. T yeah, so there's there's chances for both of those things to happen. So, uh, but yeah, so when you're watching the Japanese stuff, you can really just uh, sometimes the text, maybe the subtitles get a little distracting because you want to be watching like what's happening. Mm -hmm. uh, but you kind of start to get used to it, and you start to you know kind of up some words. Yeah, too. you got, right. So you don't. Yeah, and again, it's like it's you know very. Uh, yeah. Uh, custom, like customary yeah, and yeah. Uh, you, you, traditional. You're in the culture a little bit more. Cultural, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So you really get a. You start to pick up certain things, and then you get used to like going, looking up and down, like what they're saying, and then back to what's going on. So after a while, it really doesn't really present as much of a problem. And I just like to hear it, like just to hear how they talk, how they inflect, mm -hmm. um, because this is what it's for. Like anime was is Japanese. It's right. a Japanese thing. So the way they interpret it is probably how it ought to be interpreted. It just goes to show how great, you know, these people are at the, doing the English dubs and having to, you know, basically rewrite stuff and, and change things that don't work that would make sense uh, in Japanese. But it's like, oh, we're, we're going to have to fix that. Mm -hmm. That's why the old, the old Pokemon episodes just have so many puns and things like that just because <laughs> yeah. they, they like basically replace all that, <laughs> that dialogue. Yeah, <laughs> uh, It's pretty impressive what's... 
what they're able to do. But yeah, so listening to a song in Japanese and really getting a sense of the rhythm of how they speak and then watching the show in Japanese is something that may be acquired over time, like an acquired taste, but it really is something that should be done. If you're really into anime, if you really like anime, at least try listening, watching in Japanese and listening to the Japanese. And then the, the theme songs are great too. So, okay, what's next here? We've got... Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. A very interesting show. Yes. One of my favorite new animes. You're not super hot on it, but... I was uh, I was a little bit... I was intrigued by it, definitely, but something that I... Uh, I have to be in a certain mood for it to watch. Oh, most <laughs> to definitely. Watch. That's, that's <laughs> so, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm it's just saying... It's very intense. Is it, it's very... It's the Schindler's I, List I of was, anime. <laughs> I was, well... I was just, I shouldn't say this then. I was just about to say before you said that, I laughed at the first episode. But maybe <laughs> yeah. it's not, if it's like Schindler's List, then no, maybe it's not, not. for me. It's, 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 <laughs> that, was poor, that was poor timing. Anyway. <laughs> um, but I think you said this earlier, it's your probably favorite song on this list. Or one of, yes. One of your favorite songs mm-hmm. on this list. So, and I really love this intro. Um, it's called Crimson Bow and Arrow, or in, in Japanese, Gurin no y- Yumiya. Guru no Yumiya um, by Linked Horizon. Mm. I love that. That moment, and then there's that other. Mm-hmm. So I think it's in the chorus, early. I think. Yeah, there's two distinct like hooks in this mm-hmm. song. I think the second one's in the chorus. Yeah, there we go. That's cool. Yeah, just it's so it's so epic. It's like it's yeah. metal, uh, rock, and like just orchestral horns. Yeah, there's a little bit thing. of everything. That that French horn with those rips. It's just man, because this this show really is. It's like it's a, it's very intense. They deal with a lot of mature themes, and there's a lot, it's very violent, um, and so it's got to get you in that mindset. Like we're pumping you up, but this is like scary too. Yeah, it's a little little spooky. It's a little bit of stutter. Yeah, stutter just kind effect of like, in there. Oh. Why does that stick out though? Because we've got pretty much even, even eight notes. Like we've got a pretty even keel rhythm, rhythm mm-hmm. going. Then all of a sudden, da 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 da. da like yeah. there's that distinct rhythmic shift. Yeah, and it's like and the, all the percussion kind of does that yeah. too. Plays those same rhythms. Yeah. So emphasizing. Yeah. Bringing everything. So, yeah, yeah, they don't everything keep going. Yeah, everything comes together for to emphasize, like for mm-hmm. emphasis. That's why it sticks out. And they've got the like, like that choir in the background. Mm-hmm. It's super dramatic show. Yeah. going just keeps building so many layers it's got the yeah the horns the the uh 
<clears throat> choir, the guitar, the all just so many yeah, layers. So many th- it's a it's a it's a big deal. Um but yeah, but you kind of need that because this is yeah. like this is like a life and death type of show. Like right. it's super dramatic, you know. There's no there's no joke episode. There's no like Yeah, it's it's all very There's action, and... like there's action. Kind of like full Al- uh, full metal alchemist too a little bit. It's there's there's deep like very significant um you know, just uh, themes. There's just very significant themes. Yeah. In addition to like action, so there's kind of like a kind of almost like a superhero vibe to it. Yeah. It's kind of like think about the uh, the Avengers theme. Actually, it kind of come that actually comes to mind because in the credits, the when you when you hear that just without any other when it, without anything else going on, you don't have the the distraction of superheroes. Like you're just listening to the music at the very end of the movie. Mm-hmm. This theme song was more of a grand scale. Attack on Titan, like they have their little, they have their methods of taking down these titans, and feel superhero esque the way they have to, you know, like a David and Goliath type exactly, of a story. Exactly. So it's just really dramatic. So you kind of need all those elements to really emphasize the point of just the epic, the epicness of it. Like yeah, it's just epic. Sheer scale. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely the most complex theme song I think that's on this list. Mm-hmm. But I think really all three of these, Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Attack on Titan, and the last one, or second to last one, um, but the last one kind of in this style, is uh, Mobile Suit, yeah, uh, was it? Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans. It's yeah. the, the newest Mobile Suit uh, show. Um, it's, it's the only one I, only full Mobile Suit series I've seen um, so far. Um, and There's I actually them, really yeah. like it. Well developed characters. It's it's beautiful to watch, and they have some amazing battles. Um, but I just I for some reason I really like this uh, theme song. It's and it's like a new show. So let's listen to it. Of like a hopeful theme because they're very they're very it's and it's like a very like family show like they they stick together and they they take of, care of their own and sense of unity yeah and they all have a purpose and they're all there to do good and help each other but they're like fighting giant space battles and giant robots yep <laughs> <laughs> the common theme yes <laughs> but it's so great like that's I'll watch that and I don't I don't oh, yeah. care what what's Robots. involved it's yeah it's, just, it's great it's its own anime there's so many like genre it's like zoids there's just so many different like robot fighting things that mm-hmm. but they all have their own little spin and their own little flair mm-hmm. yeah it's cool and then so we've got one more we're down to the last one and this is probably one of the the newer animes on this mm-hmm. list maybe the maybe the newest probably I think, um oh yeah this is like I think like two, 2015 when it came out but it's yeah. uh, this song's uh, called "The Hero Set Fire to the Furious Fist" by Jam Project. <laughs> All right, Jam Project, and this is One Punch Man. All right, last great one. Show. Yeah, great show. I just basically, watched all of these episodes. Actually. Oh yeah. So basically, makes kind of makes fun of the superhero genre, which yes. is interesting coming from a Japanese perspective, because you know this is kind of the hub. The America is kind of the hub for the the superhero stuff. 
This yeah. show is so great. It's so great. It, it makes fun of superhero stuff, superhero tropes. Um, they have ridiculous superheroes and their and su- ridiculous names, <laughs> yeah. um, but it's still incredibly. It's incredibly awesome, and you have a very apathetic uh, protagonist. Because he could kill anybody in one punch. (laughs) Which I think is the coolest thing ever. It's the coolest idea, right? That's what I've wanted since I was a kid. Just the main character. It's basically Goku, but without all of the, like... 30 episodes in between right. where he's training to get better than the guy. Yeah. He just is the best he, no matter and he's what. And <laughs> so, he's just so powerful that he doesn't care yeah, about yeah. He's anything. real bored. Yeah, he's real so bored. bored with it. Yeah, he's bored about it. He's bored with it. So. Trying to find purpose. So it, and yeah. it's great because it's like, man, what do you do in that situation? Yeah, like, yeah. So you can explore really un- so many other themes. Really unique thing, Within yeah. this, like, stereotypical genre. It's great. Yeah. It's just a good show. And it's got a great theme to go with it. kind of goofy which yeah. is what I like about it which is again reflecting the it like of the show. yeah right it's it it wants to be serious but it, yeah. there's a kind of a it's hint of sarcasm yeah, it's a yeah. little hint of sarcasm in there but it's perfect because that's the way the show is you can tell I'm actually more a little bit more familiar with this show than I am with the previous yeah. shows <laughs> and it does get pretty epic though especially at the end like, there are some epic battles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is definitely the most aggressive one that we've had. We've got some pretty dramatic, pretty epic theme songs, but this is the most aggressive. I think this airs yeah, on the aggressive side. Most metal kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Just like drums going at it. That kind of mixed Japanese and English again. Mm-hmm. It just really sticks out whenever you hear an English word. It's like, oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, punch! I, yeah. I think the the best part is like. It, it kind of, it, it's got that epicness in it, and then when you watch the show, like, the, the villain will come in, or some other character comes in, and it's like, like, showing all of his power, right. like, breaking all this, and it's yeah. just, just huge, and then he just kind of walks up, taps them, and they're gone. Yeah. It's, it's over. <laughs> it, it all meant nothing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it really does not matter how big or scary the the enemy is or how like, much stuff gets destroyed around it like and how, i just think the yeah. character design of uh saitama right that's his name um uh, yeah i think that's it it's close uh or haitama Hi, no, it's it's with an s i feel like let me let me look um, it but anyway so what i was gonna going. say yeah um he his character design is unassuming he's like he basically got like rubber gloves. Yeah. And he looks like he's like gotta clean the house or something, but he's got and then he's got like a white cape. <laughs> and he's got he's got no hair. Oh yeah, it's so like, it's Saitama. Yeah. Right. Saitama. Uh, something like that. Yeah. My pronunciation might not, yes. not be the best. Maybe that's what's in there. <laughs> um, but he just looks so unassuming and then he bald just head. But, yeah. <laughs> the animation style, they really take the the anime's uh, a drawing style to a new level too with different wow, expressions. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Yeah. Yeah! I love it. More of a standard song but just it's within like kind of between the lines that you kind of get a sense for what the show is. Mm-hmm. It's just great. Yeah, and it, the show is great because of the way it emphasizes it makes fun of superheroes and it makes fun of its own genre, the anime genre, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the drawing style, like Sa- Saitama, has so many different expressions. So sometimes they kind of have like really round 
uh, really kind of dull eyes, and then sometimes he has really sharp angled eyes yeah, and yeah. like really sharp glaring and staring and stuff like that. That music really reflects that seriousness because when he's serious, and you know the guy can kill anyone with one punch. Right. So when he's serious and he's like really upset about something, which usually doesn't happen, but sometimes he does get upset, and that's when this music really makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of what more it's pertaining to, because. He is not assuming it's it, and he's just really kind of plain looking. Yeah, and people people in the show like they don't. But that's what's funny. They about don't it. think they think he's a cheater, and right? Stuff and yeah, they think yeah because yeah, they have like superhero ranks and all that stuff. It's it's, it's a so great, great show. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's those are our favorites, and uh, I'm glad we ended. So that one, even though that's kind of the most recent theme song, it wasn't really the most innovative, uh, but definitely creative. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, really, and makes sense for what the show yeah. is. All these theme songs. That's what we have to take away whenever we talk about theme songs. And I'll probably I'll say it next time we talk about theme songs. Um, but they really, they're not just great songs, but they're great for what the show is. And they, in some way, shape, or form, they really set you up for the show that you're going to watch. And like they establish the tone, the mood. You know, it's it's such a hard thing to be able to do the right way, but all these theme songs really do the right stuff when it comes to that. Really making you feel like, and representing the show. Like, going back to Yu-Gi-Oh!, just the way that ancient Egyptian um, culture is kind of mixed with this, their modern culture, because, like, Mm -hmm. the, the Egyptian thing kind of comes, like, there it takes place in the present time. Right. So it's very contemporary looking, but then you've got, like, this, uh, ancient egyptian you know These prophecies and yeah stuff. and then like holographic um holograms of monsters and stuff as mm-hmm. opposed to like tablet stone tablets and that kind of thing uh so there's really you can take that idea and really apply it to the music and say like how what different ways can we get can we evoke like the show's tone out of this so um they're all great theme songs all kind of similar in in that they all kind of have a rock influence. Yeah, I think that's probably our our choosing. Like that's mm-hmm. right because there are a, a lot of yeah, different there's kinds a, there's of different theme ones. Yes, yeah. and we tend to oh, lean toward and the, these. the the uh, the ending credits theme for One Punch Man is like the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah. So I guess if you want to talk about how theme songs from like opening and closing theme songs kind of relate to a mm. show and to a character, that perfectly sums up Saito. Yeah. It's funny. so it's funny most of the time I don't I don't like the closing themes. Yeah, really they don't. are really yeah cuz like they they'll they'll set you up reason. they'll set you up with something like kick butt and then they're overly sappy the and end, yeah and then the ending is like what <laughs> like the ending guys is like okay I can turn it off now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. It's like really <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember. Um but yeah, so but we're like I said we're focusing on <laughs> we're focusing on the intros. <laughs> Uh, we'll get to ending credits because I do. There are some good oh, yeah, ending credits sh- theme songs sure for shows. Are. I just can't think of them. Um, for beyond anime, not just anime. Mm, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it. But John, thanks. That was great. Um, great picks. John kind of picked the the latter half of that list. He kind of compiled that that half, and then yeah, I, I put together the first out. half. Yeah, cool. worked out pretty well. Yeah. John, thanks for being here and. Helping me come up with this list, I think it was great. I got some more some more anime to watch, definitely. So uh, a lot of hype, but I haven't like there's not a whole lot in my brain yet. So I gotta become an anime expert. Yes. Um, well, thanks, all right. Thanks for having me. Yep. Um, next time we should do James Bond. Yes, I think that'll be our next one. I want to get you on video games too, but um, yes. I mean we could do. Uh, they have James Bond video games, so we can we can somehow work that in. We'll see. No, I think we should uh, we should stick to movies because. Yeah. At least for one, because we did our our James Bond marathon, and we can talk more about that uh, the next time you're on. All right, guys, thanks for listening. I'm Zach Demas, and you've been listening to the soundtrack. And if you like what you've heard and you want to hear more, please feel free to subscribe on iTunes, and also give us a rating and a review as well. Let us know, let everyone else know what you think. Also, check out my Patreon if you'd like to become a supporter. I've got a new video coming out pretty soon about my uh, Patreon account, so that'll be really cool. And yeah, so what did we leave out? What were some of your favorite anime theme songs that we didn't talk about? And what did you think of the music that we did talk about? 
Um, let me know all that. You can shoot me a message at MuteCityMusic.com or on Facebook. Follow Mute City Music on Facebook for the latest news and updates on the podcast and other things going on uh, with my business. So uh, uh, once again, I really appreciate you listening. And be sure to check back next month. Alex Reed returns to talk about Star Trek. Um, he knows way more about that music than I do, so it's going to be a treat to have him. So trust me, guys, this is going to be an episode that you do not want to miss. Alex Reed knows so much about this stuff. We're going to be talking about both movies and TV uh, for Star Trek, so that's going to be really cool. And also, he's moving back to L.A. soon, so I won't be able to uh, have him in studio for a while uh, in person to talk about this stuff. So... Yeah, it's kind of a drag for me, but he's moving on to bigger and better things. He's got his movie coming out. So, yeah, don't miss it. It's going to be a good one. All right, until then, take care, guys.